Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service, and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcasts uh, the one show you know what i'm just gonna ditch the whole show line that we have going on here because i'm doing this in post-production and you want to know why because we did like a hours long worth of uh patron live streaming last night plus a long patron show plus the entire episode that we did so all in all we had a session of about five hours and anytime sessions go about that long and i've had a couple of drinks x gets super fucking sleepy near the end of it so uh like i said doing this in post-production because i was tired and i know that's not really an excuse for everybody but you know shit happens so anyway this week's show we have a big one for you because we had a special guest fill in from brian west from the geek dad report you really should be subscribed to them because they're a bunch of good guys uh, and let's see, let me get you the show topics that we're going to talk about first before we do anything else. We have the acting attorney general working for a company that invented toilets, I believe. Stan Lee was featured on Answers News, which is kind of weird. Uh, conservative Christian groups are boycotting certain companies because Christmas. The Satanic Panic series returns with the episode about the Smurfs, if you can believe it. And we have a Josh Bernstein video to round us out for the rest of it. And uh, after all of the post credits and all that fun stuff, you get to sit around and instead of it being mean comments from trolls, we're just going to have some nice comment roundup going on there. So uh, this is the Utah Outcast. I'm X and it's Kyle and Brian. We'll be right back. I want you guys to go to our Teespring store right now. Teespring.com slash stores slash Utah dash outcasts dash gear. I'm going to try to put the links on a couple other places. Go to our store. We have t-shirts with the outcast logo. The new one that I'm wearing this week has the UT in uh, red letters and the rest of it in white letters. So it's like Utah outcasts, but it's a little bit more slim than that. We have a couple of mugs that we have for sale right now. We have the 100% soy coffee mug, which would be funny to piss off the conservatives in your office and we have the thought mug t-h-o-t because felicia commissioned this one we also have a proud of your soy boy t-shirt i mean a tank top which is just goddamn funny when you think about it but the newest item that we put in the store this week is the degenerate apparel line that we have out there where it just has the word degenerate in rock band letters and it's black on white and it looks really fucking cool Anyway, I can't really push you more than I already have to go check out our store because 
either you're going to go or you're not. I mean, that, those are the two options, isn't it? I mean, that's the logic of it, isn't it all? You know what? I'm rambling way too fucking long. Go check out our store. Go buy some merch. Uh, let us know how much you like us if you if you wish to buy some stuff. Use the discount code BUTTSTUFF at the checkout. Save yourself a couple of bucks. That's the Utah Outcast gear only at teespring.com. You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. Now, evidently, my cycloptic colleague informs me that that can't be done. Uh, can you remind me what I pay you people for? Honestly, throw me a bone here. What do we have? Sea bass. Right. This one comes to us from Gizmodo, specifically one of their uh, alt sites that they have underneath there called Earther. Which, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't blame the Gawker people from trying to make back the fucking money they were making through Gawker. Oh, but yeah. They, well, they, they kind of need to. Yeah. Thanks to Peter Thiel, they kind of haven't been the same since. But what we're talking about this uh, this clip is the California wildfire that, that has been raging for a couple of weeks now god has it been weeks or is it yeah no it's been weeks i think it's the worst fire they've ever had honestly yeah it is time dilation oh. is a motherfucker in the trump presidency because i don't realize if it's been a week or multiple weeks but it feels like three years i don't think it's multiple i think it's like eight days so i think it's like it's more oh, than okay. a week but it's not we're not so into the weeks yet. uh northern california campfire which has been going on mm -hmm. has been one of the deadliest in uh, the state's history and in Southern California, the Woolsey and Hill fires, which have been in a emerging deeply weird uh, conspiracy theories, have been popping up about these whole things, holds that those fires are not caused by wind patterns or brutally dry conditions or the worsening effects of climate change. Of course not. Or, you know, possible downed power lines, which they've been suing the California power companies about that. Instead, the conspiracy theorists decided that it is being caused by a sinister scheme directed by nefarious elements within the government. So, because so of course, so um, the claim being taken up by an increasing number of people uh, in QAnon circles, which oh, oh fuck, of you, fuck you is that these fires are being caused by directed energy weapons. Oh! What? Yeah. For what, For what purpose? Meaning, they government... They purpose. Government-directed lasers bent on destroying property, homes, and lives. And if recent history is any judge, there's a chance that the country's biggest conspiracy peddlers, up to and including the one who lives in the fucking White House... <laughs> We'll take up this cause. Directed energy energy weapons uh, have an interesting place in conspiratorial circles, it says here, according to the article. Uh, they are, to begin with, a real technology, not to this fucking level, but no. one that is still in its infancy. A report produced for Congress describes that term as an umbrella as a refer to in uh, technologies that, quote, produce concentrated electromagnet electromagnetic energy and atomic yeah. or subatomic particles. So, you know, laser. It's a fucking laser, is what we're talking yes. about here. Direct yeah. energy weapon. There's so. freaking lasers, people. Freaking the lasers. consensus is that there are a number of log uh, logistic... God damn it. 
Logistical? Logistical. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, issues to work out before the U.S. government will be able to build a laser system that would be actually be able to be used on a battlefield. So but the DOD and private contractors are eager to, eager to leverage laser power towards killing people and or destroying enemy missiles, aircrafts, or satellites. Not to fucking set the fucking wildfires in California going. Here's my problem with conspiracy theories. Mm. Like, you gotta fucking... If you're gonna have a good conspiracy theory, which most of these fuckers don't... No. You gotta give me, like, something. Like, like for instance, it, why would it make sense that Hillary Clinton is running a fucking child sex ring? She makes more money from her legitimate businesses than she'd ever make from a child sex ring. So what's the fucking point? Like, why (laughs) would the DOJ decide to fucking test lasers on California? That's not where they test them. That's... But, like, you know what? We're gonna see if this shit works. Like, if you're like, hey, they decided to blow up Iran, well, that would be like, all right, well, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Like, but we're just gonna light California on fire so that we, the federal government, have to pay money to fucking help people later? What? These conspiracy theorists are fucking morons. They're all fucking idiots. <laughs> They're willing to believe the most outrageous shit that you could possibly bring up. So, what mm-hmm. it says here is that you'll notice that stores and restaurants are wiped out, while other things are still in perfect shape. Yeah, that's says how shit works. Yeah, yeah, like all those houses. Yeah. Like, like there was a tornado in Alabama that wiped out an entire fucking neighborhood, but left four houses completely untouched. Wind, nothing was blown off, like they had little like signs in their yard. Nothing had moved. That's how shit works. It just comes in fast, it comes in hard, and sometimes it misses shit. Other buildings are fine. Trees are untouched, but specific structures are devastated. You gotta ask yourself, what's up with that? Is this the result of a direct energy weapon? Ranged weapons that inflict damage on a target by emitting highly focused energy? The answer, according to this conspiracy theorist, is most likely yes. Yeah, no. No, that's not... One, that's not how those things work. Idiots. Does anybody else feel like in life you're just that... You're that meme of Scar going, idiots. I'm surrounded (laughs) by idiots. (laughs) Every day during the week. I wish I could have a shirt that was actually a meme that just moved, and that was what it would say all day. I just wear my idiots. I'm surrounded by idiot shirt. <laughs> now, somebody is also calling this that a, um, all of these things are a distraction from the Vegas incident. This is what this person is talking about here. Which Vegas incident? You know, the mass shooting that happened that killed 58 people. How is this a distraction? How the fuck does this tie into that? I mean, that's over a year ago now. It has nothing to do with weapons, like guns. <laughs> well, I mean, it had a lot to do with fucking bump stocks at the time, but nobody seemed to give a shit about it anymore. Yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> see. Let me start it on the fucking Second Amendment. Yeah, so it says here in the article, elsewhere, uh, the question of why the government would want to spend its time pointing lasers at people's houses and Burger Kings has been made somewhat clearer. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, have I mean, you, be have fair, you... I've wanted to laser a few Burger Kings in my life. Yeah, have you have you ever e- have you eaten at a Burger King recently? They will Kyle, never get your order right. <laughs> Kyle, I've worked on and off of military bases for the last twenty years of my fucking life. Yes, of course I've eaten at a Burger King. <laughs> I just, I just, 
And why do why do we continue? Why do people? What does print media or even internet media continue to to like write articles and giving any of these idiots any kind of print? Like, oh, they they run their own. The they reason. run their own media now. <sighs> it's the same people that. Uh, why the fuck have we given Trump and his press not press conferences? What do I want to say? His rallies, like constant fucking coverage ever since he got elected. You shouldn't be reporting on that, goddammit. Side uh, note, I saw a brilliant tweet that says the next press conference, all the media should step out and just give Jim Acosta the only person. Uh-huh. To- <laughs> <laughs> Agree yeah, with that. that <laughs> that'd be nice, but we also have like Washington Times and uh Belt uh, what is it? Beltway Beltway Pundit? Oh, I can't remember the name of the group out there, but God, fucking terrible. Yeah. So anyway, the to to Bring this all into fucking focus. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that follow QAnon that think this is also directed energy weapons, destroying all these houses, homes, businesses in California, and it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, there's nothing else I could say about this besides that. Right. If you're willing to believe this, I have fucking oceanfront property in Arizona to sell That's, you. Like, you know? like people are listen. I mean, here's my thing about conspiracy theories. I, I get it. Humans. We create some crazy things. It's why we have such great literature and some great entertainment. It's why we have the Bible, because people can make up crazy shit, right? Sure, and, and making up crazy a, stories is easy. Yeah, we're, we're great at that. I mean, we are great at having fantastic ideas, and we're really good at wanting to believe them for whatever reasons. But, like, people, humans are not that fucking smart. To co- <laughs> we cannot create these conspiracies. People are not smart enough to come up with these kind of conspiracies. Like, it's just not true. It's no. just not true. You know what? I w- yes, JFK, we'd love to believe, was assassinated by the CIA. He was probably just killed by some wacko in a fucking, in a depository, book depository. I mean, like, it's, it's the simplest answer. Anybody who's ever done any kind of detective work knows that generally the simplest answer is almost always the right answer. Yeah. If the wife is murdered, it's usually the husband. Almost always. Mm-hmm. The fucking right. husband. Right. It, and it just it, is. It's not like, aliens who fucking crash landed in Area 51 yeah. and in a giant conspiracy because a waitress happened to run into the aliens who was married to a guy who knew a dude. No! Mm-hmm. She's cheating on her husband. He fucking lost his mind and killed her. Lost right. his ass up. That's what well, it is. I, I, remember, I remember a time. I remember a time when it took, it took a little while for a conspiracy theory to, to, yes. to, to come to come to life. And it was usually it was usually after a period of time where you couldn't figure where things just weren't known and, and people couldn't fun, figure it right? out. They were kind of fun. Tupac is still alive. You know, Elf yeah, they were they were either kind of fun or it was it was an answer to an unknown question. But this is like the the fire's still burning, and people <laughs> are like woo. They've come out and said, "Yeah, well, we're not exactly sure what caused it yet." Hmm. Yeah, that that's not surprising at all. That's it's super hot every, in California right every now. Wild fire, every wildfire, every wildfire is like, uh, we don't, we're not sure what caused it yet. It just, <laughs> it's just, it, it's, I, it just blows my mind. It's like people stop believing mm-hmm. crazy shit. Coincidences are not facts. There's a lot of crazy coincidences in life. Does not mean they all relate and need to be <laughs> fucking drawn together. 
I feel yeah. like all these fucking lunatics have these giant those boards where they have all those articles pieced together and red fucking twine going to each one. Yeah, they, they're all out. Yeah, these these are the people who single handedly support the uh, the the red twine industry. Listen, <laughs> I remember being younger and watching the the special on Fox. Was the moon landing fake? And I thought it was fun to see some ideas of why it could be fake. But never in my mind was I like, maybe the moon landing really is fake. <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it, we went to the moon! Fuck you guys, yep. you better believe that shit. Fuck you, Neil Armstrong walked on the fucking moon. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. There's these two fellers. They're standing on a bridge. They're going to the bathroom. One feller says that the water is cold. Other feller said the water is deep. I believe one feller comes from Arkansas. Get it? You guys know the new uh, uh, acting attorney general, you know, Wilson Fisk that yeah. we have going on right now. Not non, non-Senate approved? No. <laughs> hey, it's amazing. Not, not approved it? by know, anything. It turns out that we really need to have all sorts of fucking legislation against the fucking president and the executive branch because they've got Roller. too much goddamn power. Hey, how about that? <laughs> so if you what we're talking about is Matthew Whitaker, who uh, we're talking about this only because you only scratch the surface of Matthew Whitaker just a little bit. Like you get a whole bunch of shit underneath your fingernail. Oh, there's so much. He's so fucking (laughs) dirty. (laughs) So he is involved with a company called world patent marketing. (laughs) I love this. Why did we talk about this story? Good story. I had to bring this up because it's just, I don't know about (laughs) you guys, but I've never had a problem with any of my nether regions. Coming into contact with the water in the basin that's happening in the toilet there. Is that really a problem for anybody? If it is, Maybe. they need to fucking adjust the floater in their in their toilet. <laughs> that's about all I can say is that well, you can adjust that. High. Yeah. So Matthew Whitaker isn't just a certified Trump sycophant willing oh. to spike the Mueller probe, according to this article from LGBTQ Nation. The former U.S. attorney... Uh, led a witch hunt against a gay Iowa legislator based on mm-hmm. a flimsy evidence and Whitaker's bias against LGBTQ people. You know, that's a great person to have as your fucking attorney general. Yeah. <sighs> but uh, despite Trump's assurances about how great Whitaker is. Sure. The, guy he he doesn't, cl- the guy he doesn't know. The guy he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, like we said, he had involvement with uh, world patent, patent marketing that he had out there. Which this company promoted a product, quote, masculine toilet. Ooh, I need one of those. (laughs) Which was meant for men who are so well endowed that their junk dangles in the water. (laughs) So so you're selling selling toilets to Ron Jeremy. That's that's your demographic. Is there that many... Guys who at a at a you know non erect status are so long that they're hanging what eight inches into the toilet water. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure it's a very very small market. But just think about it. Like if you, if it was dipping in the water, you wouldn't make any ripples. I mean, I'm just I, 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 anyway. I'm not going to talk about that. So the the 
the article here says that the, from a press release from World Patent Marketing says the average male genitalia is between five and six inches. However, this invention is designed for those of us who measure longer than that. <laughs> okay, so you're going to try and mark. First of all, it's just a bad idea because you're going to ma- try and mass produce something this expensive to a very small market of people. <laughs> That's just bad business. If this was Shark Tank, they would throw you out immediately. Right. Right. Now, according, well, to, according to scientists, the average American male penis is approximately five inches when erect. What is that, European? Is that like 67? No, no. Av- oh, you're talking, <laughs> if you're talking millimeters, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Five inches, 2.54 centimeters per, so that's like uh, 12.5 centimeters long, so that's, you know, 120 millimeters. Yeah! I'm 120. <laughs> I told you this is why the use, Europeans went use to millimeters. Yeah, use millimeters. Yeah, use millimeters, and you'll be all right. Uh, but it also says that the scientists also say that flaccid penises are average around three point five inches, according to scientists. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. We're not talking about fully erect penises sitting on the toilet trying to pee. I mean, this is and how, right. How many flaccid penises are? I mean, what? How much? What's the water? What is that? It's got to be what seven, eight inches down. Well, and I was talking jokingly yeah. with Kyle about this at work the other day. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, somebody came, comes along and goes, somebody's walking by says, that's a hanging. What is the percentage of men that have a, a 8 to 10 inch flaccid penis? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty fucking big. Ne- none of them. None of them. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. Now, like Kyle was saying, like, how is it hanging? <laughs> Cold. Guys, I, I, I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit it here that. It doesn't hang. <laughs> well, it was great. It was great. As we're both sitting there and we both pretty much at the same time go, it's supposed to hang. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> when you're an I, overweight gentleman, day. it just kind of is Drunk there. Like old, you know? Don't you judge me. <laughs> I hold up my gut. Maybe it'll hang somewhere, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it gets uh, okay, the job so. done. I'm happily married. <laughs> hey, I've got three kids to fucking come out of it, so. All right, then. Because it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the same press release, the I firm announced the, <laughs> the appointment of Matthew G. Whitaker, former Iowa U.S. Attorney, uh, attorney <laughs> and the uh, Republican candidate for the United States Senate to the company's advisory board. He lost that Senate bid hard. He got hard. 7%. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> now, World Patent Marketing also bilked would-be inventors out of large fees to... Mm-hmm. Help them patent and promote their podcasts. And if you've uh, been at the gym anytime in like the late afternoon or you know in the evening kind of thing, you've seen these infomercials where it's like, if you have a patent you want to have, come oh, contact yeah. us and we'll have yeah. The, Speaking these guys. of Jim, just this guy, have you ever seen in his uh, Instagram account? No. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Go to his Instagram. It's literally all nothing but him like doing power cleans and like flexing and shit. <laughs> It is ridiculous. If you want to know what kind of guy Trump wants to point as our attorney, you know, you think attorney general, you think smart, you think Mm. with books, you think an educated somebody with a clean record. You know, oh no, this guy's like (laughs) bench press. Someone who's not under investigation by the FBI. By the FBI, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that'd be a good start. Let's be honest, Trump would never nominate somebody who wasn't under investigation. (laughs) Well, he—I mean, yeah—he does have a does have a perfect batting average for that, doesn't he? I feel like he went in and said, "Give me a list of everyone being indicted by the FBI. I need a, I need to, (laughs) I need to work for them." (laughs) 
So the company has been shut down, and the federal government mm-hmm. has fined them $26 million. And so it's interesting to me that we have this stuff out here where it says, as a former U.S. attorney, I would only align myself with a, with a first-class organization, he said before the company was <laughs> shut down. Uh, World patent marketing goes beyond making statements about doing business ethically and translates those words into action. In mm. making a a 12-inch deep fucking bowl toilet seat work. But okay, so well, and, so before this got set, shut down, people were trying to sue him because they were stealing their patents and money, right? And mm-hmm. so the letter that he sent, he would send people letters saying, "If you pursue, I will sue you. I used to be a US attorney. I'll win." Right? It's like what? pretty much, yeah. But he doesn't exactly have a great track record. But let's backtrack a little bit to that toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Because the idea of a a 12-inch drop to the water. Let's explain to people that may not not have a penis to understand what we're talking about here. Most guys, when they go to sit at a toilet, you know, when you're having a sitting pose going on there, Mm -hmm. they will tuck their stuff underneath the seat. Right. To go yeah. to be able to sit there at the toilet comfortably and urinate while having business time. You know, that's the kind mm-hmm. of thing we're talking about here. See, I've never wor- I don't worry about the water, my dick drooping in the water. I worry like if it's one of those real oval toilets where you sit too far back and it rainbows out of the toilet seat onto the floor. <laughs> that's yeah, that's where you're not paying attention. It gets on your yep. phone. You're leaning yeah. too far back, next thing you know, you're peeing all over your underwear. You're like, God damn it. You have to put on those like slightly soggy underwear, and you use them like you use them like toilet seat covers to try and dry it up. Those things are very not very absorbent. It's just terrible. Yeah. Okay, uh, not to go off on a tangent, but I never use the, the, the paper ass gaskets. It just doesn't fucking happen for me. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Screw this. I just. I just. I just. I don't. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like we're fully. We're, a 12 inch drop to the water? <laughs> Dude, that's a I'm long sorry. fucking distance, that's long man. Distance. It's the, a big the, the, the splash bag is. What if you have a huge dick with short legs? To be... <laughs> you're going to be on this toilet. You're not going to be able to put your feet down. <laughs> you have to hop up on the toilet. <laughs> I'm sorry. But if I had to choose between between the, the, the dick in the water or the splash back, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, I got a question though. Tell me if you guys, if, if if hypothetically speaking, we all had dicks that could hit the water and make a ripple effect, like X said earlier. Tell me you wouldn't replay the scene from Jurassic Park every time. Boom, <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, <laughs> ripples. <laughs> well, you know, Brian, life finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, your dick finds a way into the water. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, You can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Stan. Hi. Hey, you know, I think he bought it. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, what kind of story did you give him? Oh, it was the vulture soliloquy, you know, from the Spider-Man anniversary issue. Love, be a vulture tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough, Mr. Oh, forget it. 
But you know, I think you ought to get him some help. He seems to be really hung up on superhero sex organs. But I'll you'll outgrow it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Mr. Lee. Yeah. Excelsior. Oh, you got that right. See ya. We haven't got really much for Ken Ham this week, except for we do have a answers in Genesis news that we're going to be going through. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> okay, so Kyle, uh, Brian, and myself, we we especially got a a pretty hard kidney punch this week when it can't when we come to find out that one of our biggest you know celebrated heroes that we had has gone the way of the dodo. He's yeah. he's no longer with us anymore. Ninety five years old. Stanley lived an exemplary life, and yeah, you know what? Everybody he fucked up a couple of times, but you know what? He was still a fucking character. I still love the man quite. Yeah, yeah. Quite he, a lot. He, he did. He did. But goddamn it, he was the nicest guy. Say what you want <laughs> to. He taught us one important lesson in life that I still hold true to this day. With great power comes great responsibility. You know, and I'm not a. I, I like having tattoos, and I have a couple of them myself. I, I've never thought more about getting another one done than getting, like, a Stan Lee face done somewhere, you know, because, goddamn, that man was my childhood personified, you know? Yeah. Uh, instead of us, you know, remembering this guy nicely, let's listen to what Answers in Genesis News has to say about Stan Lee. Okay. That's, how, that's how big this story is, so here we go. Here we go. The um, most people would know him as the co-creator of Marvel, a lot of the different Marvel characters, Spider-Man, Thor, uh, mm-hmm. Hulk, etc. Passed yep. away on Monday <laughs> yep. at the age of 95. 95 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say something that I he didn't co-create Marvel, by the way. No, he didn't. But the, the fact that he loved Spider-Man quite a bit, like. I only want to hammer home on this because I just barely got to this point in uh, the Spider-Man game on PS4. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you get the Stanley cameo in a restaurant where Peter and MJ are trying to restart their relationship after being on the rocks for like six or seven months or something like that. Yeah. And Stanley comes in at the restaurant that they're in. He's like, you know, you two have always been my most favorite two of the uh, two characters. I love you both. And this was like, now that he's gone, that fucking hurt a lot worse. <laughs> but... <laughs> you know, I, but, uh, I, I did, I did a live show last week, and uh, we were talked a lot about Stan Lee, obviously, and somebody asked me, like, you know, what what was it about Stan Lee? I said, you know, what's your favorite characters? And I said, um, you know, what's your favorite feminist characters? And, and I said, you know what, believe it or not, Mary Jane was one of my favorite characters of all times. And I know she doesn't get the, the, the praise that she deserves. A lot of times people yeah. look at Peter Parker's, you know, arm candy. But to me, Mary Jane knew what Peter was. In that point, a lot of girlfriends and wives were wet blankets right they were just there to tell the hero that they shouldn't do it or what they should do and she was always there his partner she was always his partner and she, she had was her always own life. go get him tiger you know go get him yeah. tiger. she she supported him and she had she her was. own life yeah and he supported her and believe it or not as a young man reading comics that was the most i grew up in a christian family and that did not happen it was always do what yeah. you want the man rules everything and Mary Jane was my first look into a relationship that seemed healthy. And I modeled my own relationships later in life off of Peter Parker and Mary Jane. I quit reading Spider-Man when they got divorced because I thought it was just a travesty to who they were as a oh, character. Oh, God. Brand new day and was fucked up, man. It was the worst <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. storyline ever. And I, I, I pretend like it doesn't even happen. But back to the point is 
that is something that is a Stanley classic. It is an iconic relationship mm -hmm. that isn't about a hero and a woman. It's about two people who make each other better. And that is what I wanted. And that is what I always took. And that is the way I looked at Spider-Man. I looked at Mary Jane and I looked at Stan Lee. And that is one of the impactful things that he had on my life. It affected my future relationships, even to my wife now. My wife wasn't just some person. She was my Mary Jane. And to this day, she still is. Right? And that's, <laughs> that's what I cared about. And that's what his comics taught me. I know recently Bill Maher trashed Stan Lee comics, and the passing. Yeah. And, I, and I like Bill Maher, but he missed the point of comic books. And he missed well, the of point course of he did. impact of he did. on our yeah. lives. And the the point is is sometimes you can learn things through through fucking illustrated superheroes. And one of the things that I learned that was important was how a relationship was supposed to be. And you know, say what you want to, but I, I love I love Stan Lee for that. And I and I miss him for that. And mm -hmm. no matter what happened later in his life, he gave that to me and it's gonna stick with me. And I'm gonna teach my daughters that. You know, be the hero in your own story. Be yeah. be the person that no matter who you're with, you're partners and you do it together, right? And that is, I don't know, that's, I mean, that's, I don't know, that's how I feel. That's. <laughs> and I think that deserves a enough said. So, <laughs> all right, so let's hear what Answers in Genesis News is going to say about the, God, <laughs> it's bad, guys, it's bad. Okay. Um, you know, he was brilliant in a lot of his creativity, for those of you who are familiar with him. Um, you know, he's been around for a long time, you know. Yeah. He's probably one of the, probably the most popular cartoonist you know, who did a lot of the comics and things like that. Probably, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but. I would fight him for Charles Schultz, you know. He's up there, that, yeah. That's just yeah. me, though. I well, mean, like, yeah, and I don't or, even know or, if I would call him a cartoonist. Gonna, no, a he wasn't a cartoonist, no. no. Well, if you're going to do a Rushmore, they both go there. Well, like, cartoons versus comics are very two different things in my mind. They are. They are very different things. Anyway, let's let let's get back to it. Yeah. Uh, that might be out there, but uh, a lot of brilliant things. Now, this particular article, uh, we have one here. Uh, what Marvel Comics co-creator Stanley believed about God, religion, and the afterlife. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Well, that's because that's all that matters to these Christian assholes. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you know, a lot of people are talking about that right now. You know, mm -hmm. what did he believe? Because you know, they'll they'll see some of these movies and and some of the things he did, and uh, you see a lot of Catholicism in there. And so some people might think, oh, well, maybe he was Catholic and that sort of thing. But no, not not really at all. He's an agnostic. Um, this mm -hmm. uh, interview was done with Jim McClotchen. If mm -hmm. I'm saying that McClotchen, I'm, I'm probably botching the name there <laughs> because you know what? I don't always get those right. <laughs> Jim. With Jim, we'll that's go, right. We'll yeah, he was a wired writer, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, still is, as, as far as I understand. But uh, get to the fucking point. Was actually, an agnostic. Oh, there we and, go. And uh, yeah. claimed to be a humanist and was skeptical mm -hmm. uh, about a humanist. God, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, uh, he did make some comments about saying that he he believed in some sort of a god and an afterlife. But when you try to find out a little bit more about, well, what does he mean by God? Mm -hmm. It was some sort of imperfect god, and he just didn't know for sure if he even existed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in, a, in the, other words, in other words, he was honest about it because you know, I guarantee you, you most everybody is in that same thing. boat. <laughs> Spoiler alert: God doesn't exist. There is no afterlife, and Stanley taught you to take your life and do the best you could with it. Yeah. So yeah. it was definitely not necessarily the God of the Bible. If anything, maybe some sort of deistic view. No, 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 don't no. Deistic does not have anything to do yeah, with fucking no. agnosticism or humanism. Uh, mm -hmm. Something like that, but uh, 
he did think that, uh, you know, if you live a good life, there's something for you afterwards. Um, he counted on some sort of a reward. And I thought, well, that's no, no, I don't know. Don't all Christians I don't count on so. some kind of reward. Yeah. It's funny that the Christians rely on a reward system while the atheists go. I honestly don't care if there's an award. I just want well, to know the fucking truth. I just think you know? that they're they're bashing Stanley Stanley because they're like, well, he might have had some kind of reward system. All religion is based on fucking reward system. Yeah, yeah. If you're it, a good Christian, it's all, you can yeah, have it's a all awesome ro- it's all it's all reward and punishment, and their sole focus is what happens after. They don't give they don't give a shit about what happens here. I just, so it's just incredibly. Now, infuriating that they can't take the memory of somebody and be like, you know what? He was a good guy. That's great. I'm glad that but we had why, him on the Why are they even talking about him? Like, they're literally like, he died. Oh, so so no, no, they're, no, they're, no, no, they're no, they're no. Just, they have a reason for it. it. So we have about another 30 seconds left. I want to okay. let you hear what, why they're so up, been out of shape about this. We look to God's word. We see that it's faith in Christ, not your, your right. good works don't, don't contribute anything towards That's right. Salvation. It's yep. your putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Now he grew up uh, Jewish. Jewish is his background, you know. So I can understand him having you know certain views in there. But uh, you know, he he clearly moved over to more of an agnostic and a humanist, mm-hmm. and I think he affirmed that uh, all the way up toward the end. Yeah. <laughs> what does any of this have to do with the man's goddamn accomplishments in life? <laughs> like seriously, nothing. Nothing. But since he wasn't a Christian, he's going to hell. Is what they're trying to beat around the bush and say here. And I'd play the rest of it, but I don't want to infuriate people more than they possibly could be right now (laughs) with them talking about the memory of Stan Lee like this. You know what's funny is is I found that since I've become an atheist, I'm a better Christian than I ever was when I was a Christian. (laughs) It's funny how that works. Yeah, it's really funny how that works, isn't it? I, I I care more about people and I do more things because I know that like the moments you have in this life are the ones that matter. So you make the most of them. <laughs> yep. Like, it's uh, frustrating. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Merry Christmas! Jenner was full! This one comes to us from LGBTQ Nation, and it has to do with evangelicals boycotting stores because of uh, 
Because of course they will, because they've got nothing better to do. Because Christmas. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I don't go to Chick-fil-A. I mean, oh, you could, I, don't, but... I stopped going to Chick-fil-A just because I didn't really like them. Now, the article starts off with, uh, every year, the religious right boycotts various companies for Christmas because Jesus wouldn't shop at that store. and Jesus advertise... wouldn't shop at any store. Jesus didn't have a goddamn credit card. He's like, what's a store? <laughs> Jesus would totally use Amazon. What's, what's currency? What are you guys talking about? I don't understand any of these <laughs> concepts that you have. Can he just make everything... his own Christmas presents? <laughs> he did. Damn, it was I nothing made, I I've turned the... this fish into an Xbox One. <laughs> Rejoice. I have Jesus, the new Call of Duty. <laughs> Jesus was terrible at Christmas presents. It was nothing but like fish, bread, and wine. Hey, that's and that's, the wine is okay, I, but it's like I'd bring Jesus to all my. There wasn't a scarcity of wine at that point in time. Probably wasn't even good wine. It was like frenzia. It was it was, it was prison wine. hooch. Is what it, was it was the box was, wine. Yeah. No, it was even worse than that. It was fucking. Come prison drink wine. my box wine, no, Jesus. It we was tried that one time. You tricked us. Pretty <laughs> sure okay, you stuck your so dick in it. <laughs> the article continues. It says evangelicals have used multiple reasons for their nonsense. Starbucks a uh, Starbucks holiday cup didn't specifically say Christmas. Target lets transgender people use the restrooms. J Crew doesn't use a nativity scene clip art to sell their sweaters now two anti-lgbtq hate groups have issued their yearly naughty or nice list which it, the article states here but i was going to say it anyways like okay it's interesting that the bible doesn't have anything to fucking do with santa <laughs> yeah so if your christian group is going to be talking about christmas you might do well to not include Santa Claus. And, and which part of the Bible specifically references Christmas trees? Just kind of wondering. Mm. Um, the none part of it? Now, one of the groups is the American Family Association, which you know, Brian Fisher's part of them, and I believe we also have um, who's the who's the scarecrow guy that hates uh, Harry Potter and the um, the sackcloth sackcloth and ashes guy i can't remember his name um we did a, a know your enemy on him and i can't remember his fucking name oh i don't know we'll, we'll come around to it uh, he he took aim at the target in a recent email blast to supporters claiming that the retailer is quote hoping you won't care that they allow men into women's bathrooms and changing rooms uh and we'll do your christmas shopping with them because you're supposed to be f afraid of the transgender people you're oh yeah, to be so fucking yeah. scared of the trans people. Right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, just a minor, minor point. Yeah, they don't let men into the women's bathroom. They no. let women they into women the in women's there. bathroom. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, do you do all your shopping men in, the in the men's bathroom? Yeah. Are you kidding? I mean, am I like you care about a store's bathroom policy? They're just afraid if you say pass the Yule log, they're going to get a nasty surprise. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> continues here. Any company as large as Target. Can we, you guys like my my Jordan? I Peterson do. I'm very much here, so It's <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah. That's my Kermit for everything nowadays. Uh, <laughs> any comment, any company as large as Target can withstand a short-term loss of sales. That's where Christmas shoppers come in. Target is banking on this Christmas season to turn a huge profit for 2018. Isn't every store banking on Christmas yeah, season? Pretty yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's what oh Black God. Friday exists okay. for you. I, let me just say, I don't give a shit where somebody takes a shit. 
men, women, <laughs> don't care, poop all together. Yeah, it I don't, I don't care who. Uh, yeah, I don't care who's in the stall next to me. That's and, fine. Uh, as long uh, as as long as you don't take phone calls or I, try to talk to me, we're let's, fine. Let's I, listen, distill I, it even further. Let's distill it even further with you know uh, the capitalism thing here. Let's just go on this. I don't give a fuck what any place's policy is. Pretty much. As long as I can get my PlayStation VR for $100 cheaper at that store <laughs> than I could anywhere else. I care more that you pay your, your workers a livable wage, which is why I don't go to Walmart. So, you know, I, where people choose to poop, I care less what their yeah. policy is on that. I mean, Speaking doing, of Walmart. And, and who goes to a store to poop, really? <laughs> I know. I mean, Listen. yeah, it happens, but I don't think that's the primary Listen, objective for anybody who goes Seattle to Seattle right now. If I go into a bathroom to poop, there could be three homeless people living in that stall, so I just <laughs> don't use it. <laughs> so the American Family Association has been boycotting Target for years now, it says here. The company's sales and stock prices have increased since the boycott launched, so Good you're job, having guys. You're doing no great. fucking effect. Wait, maybe they're having an inverse effect on it. Maybe they're they're well, protesting hey, is oh, making wait, wait, progressives wait, wait. like all, us. All I know is when it's I the go to, effect. Okay. When I go to Target, their shelves are well stocked. All their checkouts are well manned, so you don't have one person for 172 people and 17 open, you know, checkout lines that are not being manned by anybody. And their store is always really nice and clean. So that's why I go to Target. I worked at Target for about three or four months during the holiday season one year. <laughs> Not a bad place to work, especially working like uh, as a truck thrower that I was in stocking shelves late at night. Not a bad place. <laughs> to work. I'm just so over the bathroom debate, man. I just, I mean, you know, I, I go it's to such Seahawks. a stupid debate too, dude. I go to Seahawks. It's not even a debate. Okay. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys a surprising story because you're not going to believe this. So, uh, you know, I go to the Seahawks <laughs> games. I'm in a major stadium. There's a super long line for uh, 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 the women's bathroom, and we're all standing in line to go pee. And all of a sudden, a girl. You hear a girl come running in, and she's like, "Sorry, guys." The the line is way too long. She cuts in front of all of us, goes into an empty stall, pees, and leaves. And I know this is going to shock you, but she was not raped or murdered. Yeah. And she peed with dudes. It was insane. It was crazy. Yeah. Nothing it happened. happened. It was nothing happened. Just, you know. And nobody fuck. cared. I'm going to take it She up. walked in, peed, and left. And some dude goes, I'm going to go fucking pee in the girls' bathroom. And we're like, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> <laughs> no, because you'd be waiting a lot fucking longer for that. It's like it's just whatever. I mean, fuck, man. People like people who are predators are already predators, and they're already in bathrooms with people yeah. that they're, yeah, gonna they're not going to care. Yeah, like it's they're already there. It's not like if you say, I mean, I, I don't know why women want to want this to happen to, to, because. Women's bathrooms are much cleaner than men's bathrooms. Men, women yeah, do not. Look, don't know uh, about that. I'm going to argue yeah. with you on that because no, I was no, no. a janitor I, for a I while. I'm in the service industry <laughs> and I have to deliver things to females' bathrooms and men's bathrooms all the time. And I'm telling you, women's bathrooms are generally cleaner than guys', well, than guys bathrooms. Okay, <laughs> they don't have the splash effect. You know? <laughs> let's just put it that way. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, the Liberty Council, who's the other group in this shit sandwich of a story that we got going on here. Yeah. Um, that also masquerades as a legal firm, as the the article posted here. Uh, also included Target on their naughty or not on their naughty list, uh, but omits transgender people from their reasoning. Instead, they take the retailer to task for not mentioning Christmas enough on their website. Do they have like a fucking like? You need to mention what? them at least six times on this thing, you know? Yeah, what the. Wait a minute, don't, but if you say Christmas more than three times in a row, doesn't Santa show up in your bathroom and murder you? <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. Candyman. Uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. 
Okay, here's their thing that they say on the, the Liberty Council. Christmas is mentioned, but it's not the main focus. That's not Target's main focus is to sell you shit. They okay. don't need to make it fucking... Oh my god. I think I think if you're a, Christ, a Christian organization and you want to boycott people, fine. But then that means you have to sign a waiver saying that you will not have trees, you will not have Santa, you will not have any of the pagan or any other things that is non-Christian. <laughs> you will walk down a road, follow a fucking star, and give frankincense to your fucking neighbor. That is all you get to do. Now, the other stores making the Liberty Council's list include Barnes & Noble, because, and it says in here in a quote, Although this store does sell Christian products, this bookstore has lost focus on the reason for the season. Oh, the reason. Money. Oh, and yeah, they also apparently, they apparently hate Burlington Code Factory. <laughs> 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 because of the, quote, severe lack of Christmas advertising with biblical meaning that it says there. They sell I, I don't know the name of, I don't know this business. Lord and Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no. It says in quotes here, reindeers and Santas hide the love of the nativity. Don't fucking have a naughty list <laughs> you know on what, your fucking accept, website. If you're not going to accept refugees, you don't get to have a nativity scene. Nope. nope. Yep. No, that's the whole fucking point of that story. God damn it, these people. <laughs> they don't care. No, they, they don't, don't care. care. You. Out. Fuck off, buddy. I was here first. Get the hell out of here now. You get out of here, fella. I'm trying to watch the Smurfs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're trying to watch the Smurfs? Yeah. Did you see the one where Papa Smurf took a crutch and smashed the shit out of a guy with a red hat? Did you see that one? You want to see that one? Oh, man. We have gotten good positive reviews for our Satanic Panic series that we're doing. And oh, ooh, this is so much fun. Ooh, hang well, on. I don't because... know what this is. Fill me in. <laughs> so, yes. Brian, you were around in yeah. the 80s when yes. cartoons were around. I mean, the 80s cartoons. I mean, cartoons are a commonplace nowadays, but like right. when we were growing up in the 80s, you had shows like uh, He-Man, Mask, G.I. Mm -hmm. Joe, all of yep. these other like commercial products that were out there. Well, apparently we we found a video and uh, the patrons were nice enough to share the complete video <laughs> because we started it off with a, a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe like segment. We're like, hey, look how dumb this is. And someone's like, hey, you know, that's a whole movie, right? So, yeah, like this, like couple of minute video that we found actually is like a 90 minute fucking movie with two Christian guys talking to each other about every like commercial property in Saturday morning cartoons from the 80s. Okay. And we've been breaking it up segment by segment because oh, why mm -hmm. why the fuck not? Because Oh yes. <laughs> I'm excited now. So this is Satanic Panic number 3 and it has to do with the Smurfs. <laughs> oh yes. Why was there only one girl Smurf? What was going on there? We're hang on. We're going to get to And we're we're horny Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Hang on a second. What do we call uh, something like Smurfs? Is there anything occultic or dangerous about Smurfs? No, there's absolutely nothing. Nothing. Nothing no, wrong no, no, with no. Smurfs. They're going to bring up Gargamel. They're going to bring up Gargamel. I'm calling oh, right they now. will. They will. Just, just fucking hang on because <laughs> the, the extent which they draw shit out is fucking fascinating. What Christians Every fucking do. time we. <sighs> 
Well, Smurfs happens to be the most popular Saturday morning cartoon since the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour. It came, it's just entered into uh, uh, a long-term run, and it's hit an hour and a half on Saturday morning cartoons. But I fucking love the Smurfs as a kid, though. That was great. I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I love the Smurfs. Since yeah. Well, I mean, we we weren't exactly spoiled for choice. <laughs> I, I want to see the date on that. I think there's been other yeah. ones before Smurfs that were wildly successful. He-Man he and the Smurfs. Transformers. Guy. I think this is pre-Transformers, though, because, like, Transformers was mid-80s. This is, like, early 80s. Early, maybe. Yeah, you may be right. All right. Yeah. There are some things about Smurfs that we need to look at. First of all, you'll notice that they're depicted as blue with black lips. What? Um, I don't remember them having black lips. <sighs> and even okay. so, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I know what's coming next because I've watched this a, a couple of times. Oh, okay. What do you what do you two think that blue bodies with black lips signifies? It's going to be racist, isn't it? No, <laughs> fortunately, I, fortunately Kyle, no. Actually, my immediate thought was racist. No, it's not racism. So hang on, okay. I'm, I'm going to let you hear what he's going to say. Well, isn't that interesting? And you know what happens to you when you die? You turn blue, and your lips turn black. In other words, these are depictive of uh, dead creatures. Right. They're going zombies? The Smurfs are corpses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh my god. And another thing is that Smurfs is an all-male community. And you say, oh, there's Smurfette. She's a female. Well, in one cartoon, she was depicted as transforming from a male to a female through magical power. And so the only female in the Smurfs is Transformed from a male. She was not born a female. Transgenderism in the 80s, like, discussed about <laughs> how Smurfette was the only female of the tribes. First of all, I just looked up a Smurf just to refresh, and they're blue. They just have a black line because you have to do something for a mouth. To I would not say they have black is, lips. So. That's a stretch. <laughs> so, yeah. first of all, they're factually inaccurate. Second of all, I did, I, yeah, I didn't even remember them having lips. So yeah. that's why I had to look. And second of all, I don't ever remember, uh, you know, Lady Smurf being a man first. And even if it was, whatever. I always thought it was weirder that there was only one girl Smurf in the entire village. That poor lady. <laughs> Smurfette, poor Smurfette. <laughs> and as we got from live action movies after this, that, you know, she's from a another tribe of Smurfs where. There oh, are really? female. Yeah. That. You never, did you watch the live action ones at all? No. <laughs> uh, good for no. you. Good I for both my, of you. <laughs> I pull out my iPad and watch Transylvania or Castlevania. <laughs> no, what you're telling me then is that even Smurfs carry a homosexual connotation no! in that most of them are male. I believe so. But we're, oh, we're not going God. to blatantly say that Smurfs are evil. We're just saying that they have all of these overtones that we're are leading that, that direction. Well, let's. Mushrooms. Now, I'm not saying that you're gay, but I'm just saying that there are certain overtones people, we're, that you... We're, we're saying there's, a, there's an awful lack of women there. We're <laughs> saying there's a lot of yelling, oh, smurf me, in the fucking hut. <laughs> now, just wait till they get the Gargamel. Let's take another look at Smurfs. Because the Smurfs cartoon, the whole uh, storyline, is that the Smurfs get in trouble. And every time they get in trouble, they run to Papa Smurf, who whips up a spell or an incantation to get them out. In fact, he said 
No, 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 no. Yeah. No, let's not forget who Papa Smurf actually was. Wasn't that Jonathan Winters? Was wasn't he Papa Smurf for the longest time? Doesn't he mostly give him like good life advice? But he didn't whip up a spell every time to solve things. Most of the Smurf stories, especially the ones involving you know the Saturday morning cartoons, were the fact that hey, I'm a blank on blank in the quote unquote human here. You know, the Smurfs were supposed to be the allegories for humans where we're like, hey, I fucked up in life. Let's find a way to make this right, you know? Yeah. Well, and each Smurf represented a different aspect of of humans that were negative in a lot of ways, right? You had, you know, the guy who worked out all the time, like, all he cared about was his muscles. And you had, you know, Vanity Smurf, who all he cared about was how good he looked. and. and and the and jokey each, smurf and the, however fucking... whatever their name was it was always their downfall because of that right and that was kind yeah. of the thing about the show is it's the whole point if you were like these people this is gonna right be what they were right they were they were archetypes yeah yeah, yeah. The name Beelzebub numerous times in the cartoon, and he whips out this spell spell or incantation and and draws them out of their problems You're through kidding. witchcraft and then they have an enemy called Gargamel. Oh, now, Gargamel, in a recent episode, I saw him draw a five-pointed star, the pentagram, on the ground. Right. <gasps> oh, man. A pentagram. Drew, a I geometric a, shape. <laughs> I was drunk on the beach last year, and I drew a giant dick. I don't know what that means or what it has to do with the story, but I just felt like... Well, it, it means you were trying to conjure some dick, but... <laughs> trying to conjure a giant dick. <laughs> He lit candles at each point, which is an actual witchcraft practice. He started to dance inside the pentagram, chanting a magical chant. At that point, a book opened up across the room, and something left the book and entered his physical body, giving him power to levitate and to to do battle against the Smurfs. (laughs) To do battle against the Smurfs. Smurfs. They're fucking... Two inches tall. They're like this Blue. big. <laughs> yeah. But... but Gargamel needs to do battle with them. I don't remember him levitating to fucking entice the spirit of Satan. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't things. remember I don't remember the, the battles ever being quite that intense. I'm not gonna say that didn't happen, but um <laughs> This reminds it's me more of like that it didn't happen. <laughs> I was a kid and I had to watch these videos on how like Devil worshippers used to put like hidden fucking secrets in music. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh well, God. we're gonna get to that after we finish this little video. Yes! The, oh, okay. The, the the same pastor guy doing Trifecta. backwards masking mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah, but, fucking Christians. This, this one just he they seem to be reaching pretty <laughs> hard with this one. It's a stretch to get it to the where the fucking Smurfs are satanic. Next thing you're gonna tell me is that David the Gnome was satanic, right? I mean, it would have just been much easier for them. Well, to, I, well, it would have be been guys, much easier for them to go like, eh, the Smurfs are communists. So Gargamel <laughs> also had a black cat, which is a sign of Satan because it fucks things. No, he was had he had a ginger cat by the name of Azriel. Yeah, right, so. right, right. <laughs> Never mind the fact that that his soul, like his he, his purpose, his goal was to eat the fucking Smurfs. I was just saying. So it's a weirder that he tried to eat them versus that he tried to conjure yeah. spells. Why do you want to eat like sentient little blue people? Now, however, in the live action, uh, Gargamel was played by Hank Azaria. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was, was pretty. That was right. pretty good. So, 
Can we backtrack a second? So we all we all identified what the point of the Smurfs was. Like they were just allegories for humans, right? What was Gargamel yeah. supposed to be in this whole thing? Uh, uh, the capitalism, the the, <laughs> the, the, dick? the the exemplaration of uh, greed, avarice, um, of you gluttony, know, gluttony. <laughs> what? You, the seven deadly sins. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Capitalism. Right. Hey, look, we can do the same thing these fuckers do. <laughs> <laughs> You can't ban the iron rods. The guns, the iron rods pierced didn't do it. The tyrants did it. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel okay. Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. It's been, oh God, at least a couple of months since we've had a Josh Bernstein video that we really felt like we have to bring you guys. And Yeah, there was a bit of a moratorium. Well, it's even more fortuitous that we have Brian on the show this week because he is a actual living person within the Washington state boundaries. Yes, we have weed and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Josh is going to talk some stuff about one of the laws that was recently passed out there. Uh, I don't oh. remember, remember the name of it, but it's the uh, confiscate your weapons thing that oh, the fucking right is crazy about. confiscate your weapons. He's full of shit. <laughs> oh, what is it? Is it? It's like a buyback, isn't it? Okay, so we're talking about the most recent weapons thing that we had? Yeah. Yeah. The most recent one we had, it it passed a couple laws. So one, uh, anything that's a semi-automatic weapon is now you have to be 21 to buy. There's a 10-day waiting period. You have to have a special permit. It's not Mm -hmm. like you have to go through some... You just have to know know how to shoot it. You have to apply for it. Not a big deal. The other thing is, is that it... um, The other big, the other big news. I mean, we've done the bump stocks and the other thing. The other thing is, is you have to secure your weapon. So they have not. Yeah. It doesn't take effect until July, I think, like fourth or fifth or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. but you have to secure it in a safe. They haven't defined what it is, but basically they want to make sure that toddlers aren't picking guns off of off of your table and shooting themselves in the head. If your gun is not secured and it's used in a fucking felon in and in like a, a crime, you can be That's charged on with you Yeah. Yeah. So. A lot of states have this law, but it's usually gross misdemeanor. We are the first state to pass it. It's a felony. It's basically a law to make to, to make people be responsible for their weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the 21 year old, you have to be 21 to buy a semi-automatic weapon. Takes effect immediately. Uh, uh, well, January 1st of next year. But uh, it's actually a good law. It's a good law. I, agree. I voted yes. So, yeah. No. Just you know, uh, sounds like it. Yeah. So Josh is going to have some stuff to say about that. So let's go ahead and get started on this one. Fuck you, Josh. If they try to go door to door to confiscate law-abiding citizens' guns from them to comply with this flawed and unconstitutional initiative... Not unconstitutional. There's going to be bloodshed. Um, Well, I mean, first, just just to kind of, you know, be a little pedantic, but... If they were to pass a law that 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 made a a, a firearm uh, illegal, uh, you are no longer a law-abiding citizen no. by owning it. So that's just—I mean, just to be pedantic—that's not what happened. <laughs> but just to be that guy. Yep. So <laughs> first of all, let- any law that any law that would require cops to go door to door would be immediately struck down in any court. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, yep. stop fear mongering. No one's coming for your weapons. All they're saying is, is that they're 18 
and you're real fucking pissed off and you just want to go back to your school and you really need an AR-15, you're not going to fucking get one. Right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to let him play some more. There's going to be bloodshed. There's no question about it. The Second Amendment states, the right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This infringes upon people's rights to, to have access to a gun. Yeah, but sounds that's, like he's that's really the, struggling second, for his words. That's the second sentence. But how can you read it? Because he's been dry humping it for like six months straight. He's just like, <laughs> second amendment, rub on my balls, it feels so good. <laughs> and to exercise their second amendment rights. Many Washington state gun owners will and should defy I'm not that's right, defy initiative 1639 and do whatever it takes to secure their second amendment rights. Okay, pause. So as a Washington state gun owner, I'm not going to defy, and I voted yes on 1639 because it's a good law, and he's full of shit. None of these things are included in that law. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, No, no, he's just fear-mongering and... Trying so to in Washington State, we get these cool pamphlets in the mail. They send them to you when they send your mail-in ballot. I voted like 19 weeks before the election. It was so great. Yeah, uh, I sent it through the mail. Anyway, we got this ballot. We get these like pamphlets that tell that you can read the law. Mm-hmm. And I read the law, every line, and at no point in any of the law did it state that they were going to come door to door, that there would be bloodshed. <laughs> that you know, <laughs> fuck, fuck off. This guy's a fucking idiot. He is. He definitely is. I will leave it at that. I don't want to say much more, but I'm sure well, you understand and you can read you through know what you're lines. About. I am a huge supporter of the police and law enforcement. I always have been, and I always will be. What does that have to do with anything? So, yeah, okay. How quickly well, hang they're going to turn on. on you. you know? yeah. how, can you cl- how can you claim to be a huge supporter of law enforcement if you are advocating violence against them, if they were to be, if they were to try to enforce a well, law, let's let's not let's not beat around the bush. Part of the reason why we've had so many shootings as of late is because cops are terrified because every fucking American has a gun at this point, right? They yeah. don't know who doesn't have a gun because we live in a country where you could have a gun at all times, right? So. Yep. And not just that, to your point, Kyle, literally a minute ago, he's saying if they come door to door, there's going to be violence. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, I won't right. shed one tear, not one tear, if I find out that an officer is wounded or killed trying to confiscate weapons <laughs> from law-abiding citizens in any state. Dude. But, but again, if they pass a law saying that you are no longer law-abiding by owning that gun. You're no longer a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> Which, number one, is never going to happen. Ne- no, that's never going to happen. A tear of cops get shot. It's just, you sound like a <laughs> no, fucking but of course, Yeah, but of course, he supports them. And he's all, he's like totally behind Law enforcement. Force the troops yeah. too, but he's not going to feel bad about them getting shot for just trying <laughs> to do their jobs. 
Now let's just go ahead and split it, spill innocent blood for non reasons. Let's just go sure. ahead and do that. <laughs> sure, just rile people up. Just oh, rile Josh. people up so that they're going to be ready to open no fire one if if a cop knocks on your door. I'm only happy that Josh is still relegated to the nowheres of the internet right now. I'm just really happy that I'm here and he's talking problem. about a law that I voted on and he's full of shit about. <laughs> of course he's he full of shit about everything. He has but, no idea what he's talking about on any nope. topic. Nope, nope. And you know, instead of spending the extra 10 minutes to 15 minutes to actually research this kind of shit, he's the kind of person that would just fire off at the fucking mouth. Right. Well, it wouldn't even take him clue. it wouldn't even take him that long to research. Well, I hope he responds and use your personal account. And guess what? Hit me up, Brian West 53 on Twitter, motherfucker, <laughs> and we can have a conversation about Washington State law. Because I fucking live here. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this week's episode. And if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. And also, don't forget to check out uh, Felicia on the podcast called unapologetics and that's with an x at the end of it uh, i believe they're on stitcher and a couple other places i don't think they're on itunes so you might have to hunt them down so let's get to those patrons that do make this show happen every single week so let's get started with our first ones here amber mulvaney eric hall george Basson, michael stevens peter hockley a new patron at the two dollar level is uh steve dust circle uh timothy smith Anwin Davies, Gary Gerfin, Kimberly Kellogg, Nathaniel Cavalona, Satan's Little Monkey, Stacey Starzl, Celia Gray, Alan Firth, Artawin, Darcy Bowman, Dave Lindop, Desire Lynn Ward, George Green, Joshua Abadie, uh, Lord Katif, Michael McKay Blair, Michael Smuda, Mike Bowman, Mike Yoakum, Mr. Bible Pants, Mr. Mahoney, Patrick Neary, Rosabelle Howden, Scott John Harrison, Some Random, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Angelica Pearson, Finno3000, Stephen Andrus, James Barrett, Michael Thompson, who the last of his donations brought us over the top to get the food buckets, and they one has already arrived. God damn it. And our big bosses of patronage is uh, Andrew Medina, Joseph, and Jazza G, and finally, Robert Levine. We uh, really do appreciate all that you guys do to continue uh, supporting us making the show. It really does make a difference. And before we wrap this up, I need to remind everybody, even though I just listed every one of those patrons up there, that we're okay if you don't have the ability to share your love of the show via Patreon, PayPal, or anything like that. It doesn't have to be monetary. There are multiple methods people can use to show their support for us. Find us on YouTube and subscribe there. Leave us a review on whatever service you catch us on, and uh, sometimes let us know, because I sometimes the trackers on those don't work so well. Uh, or shoot us an email or a text or anything, really. Uh, this show would be complete garbage without the support of all of our listeners out there. But with that, it is time to bring episode number 224 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. Welcome.
every message, every comment ever made by trolls will retroactively be given a tag with the author's name, location, and full internet history. Fuck. Now, normally, we uh, like to throw you guys uh, comments from trolls. However, somebody proved me wrong this week. We did not get a Saturday fucked up troll comment from somebody. Oh, I can leave one real quick. I, I'm actually really surprised <laughs> about this. So instead, what we're going to be doing is the the nice comments roundup because we don't get those. We don't do these very often, and we oh, focus okay. a lot on the negative yeah. because we get a lot of that. But we also do get a whole bunch of positives. So uh, this first comment is from Drive By Wisdom. I'm okay. Sorry, from from Drive By uh, Johnny Drive By is what he says here. Uh, Never shotgun a beer when someone recites the phrase butterscotch cum bucket. <laughs> Holy fuck! I just wasted a beer. Cheers. And that's me talking about Bened Benedict Cumberbatch. I call them butterscotch come. That is, I mean, <laughs> one, that's just solid advice right there. That's... Uh, let's see. Somebody had a comment on one of our, uh, an old fucking video we have out there. Oh. About who, who are the Proud Boys? Uh, uh, Fall Roster <laughs> says, the alt-right is so homo homoerotic, and this is coming from a gay leftist. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dude, they uh, really are. They, they might from as well. Washington. I know they set up shop around here a lot. I'm not real proud of the Proud Boys. Oh uh, no, they they set up they set up shop everywhere. They're oh, like God. they're like shitty cockroaches. They're they look like military rejects, like guys who couldn't pass fucking boot camp and they still want to be cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's about that's about right. But yeah, no, they're they're so they're so homoerotic. They might as well be Top Gun. <laughs> I'm level 50 triple gold on Call of Duty. I can fuck some shit up. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the people that follow um uh one of our uh, our I, I wouldn't call him a nemesis because I don't even fucking know what kind of content he puts out there. But Sinatra says is a guy on YouTube that uses our clips every once in a while. Oh yeah. And like once we start getting a cascade of shitty comments, like uh, somebody said, like um, uh, let's see. Have you found out that Ford is a lying piece of shit? You really, you three are really, really, really stupid. Whatever. Fuck you, people. Uh, yeah, she's shit, not. You, you she's not. Sinatra said, cease and desist. Get a new fucking name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, come up with your own fucking brand. I don't. I'm, we're not like baking ourselves off of like. Uh, no, I mean, Sinatra? well, he is. He... Pink Floyd, Utah Outcast. It doesn't fucking work that way. <laughs> Oh man, someone liked my Vittorio the Vampire reference I made on a video, like a oh. really fucking old video, oh. and I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, I'm glad somebody appreciates. It's nice to see the comments coming out of nowhere sometimes, especially handfuls of people going through the back catalog of the 1500 <laughs> fucking videos that we have out there. And I'm like, so many videos. Oh my god. Uh, let's see. We have um, Amon Shannon who says that I found Jesus in big fucking all caps. And then I had to hit the show more to this comment. Mm -hmm. and said, Wouldn't you know it? He was behind the coats in the closet the entire time. <laughs> Where's Waldo? Figures. Uh, a Figures lot of people be in the closet. A lot of people were really happy. Hey, about John our Kim Davis. R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> our Kim Davis covers that we had this week where I named it. Hopefully our final video about Kim Davis because she <laughs> lost that election. Oh, God, I hate her so much. There was some good, <laughs> hey, you know what? There was some good shit that happened in this midterms. I don't even care. Some, we got rid of some fucking yeah. real bad. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> Jesus. Do you have a moment to talk about our our dark lord and devourer Cthulhu? <laughs> some great always. Like, I will always take time to talk about Cthulhu. Riley Fafon. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Someone wanted to say, hey, since you're talking about these old Satanist videos, do you remember a show uh, called Unico? Which was no, a... No, I don't. It was a made by the same guy that did uh, Kimba the Lion, you know, the, which Lion King stole the entire fucking story from. Yeah, from, I mean, yeah. Disney um, has never stole a story in the history of man. All never, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Osamu Tezuka was like the godfather of like anime and uh, I wouldn't say manga, but definitely anime. Like, cause he did uh, Astro Boy and Kimba the White Lion, and I think a few other things too. He did Metropolis, if I remember correctly. Oh man, it's it's a I I have to dig okay. deep into my yeah, fucking okay, anime. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, this I mean, guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. To be fair, so, yes. I think every story has been told. I think we're just always hearing new iterations on the yeah. same stories. <laughs> uh, we had somebody comment on one of the Matt Powell videos we made out there recently, where it says, "Just so you know, I sat through a commercial for a homeopathic cold remedy for the show. <laughs> if they want to pay a, for a rationalist show, I'll let them." And that's from Head Cynic. And I said, "Oh, bless hey, we, you. We will. <laughs> you will let them as well. Yeah." Uh, let's see. Someone said, look up Steve Hughes on homosexuality, because when I talked about the, uh, we talked about the gay conversion guy last week, mm -hmm. where he's, like, trolling Manhunt for dick, and <laughs> it's like, what? so a guy that, like, tries to teach gay people to not be gay anymore yeah. is, out, is out there trolling for mm -hmm. dick, and so, oh, <laughs> they all, someone said, someone looked up... Steve Hughes homosexual. He do he does a bit exactly on my idea that I brought up where I'm like, it takes a real fucking manly man to want to fuck another man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, every single time there's somebody who is like so anti, like the strictest anti-gay legislator, anti-gay everything, you can definitely a hundred percent guarantee you're gonna find him in a bathroom playing Swallow the Leader. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's like, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's not even a bet worth taking. Yeah. I mean, like house money right there. <laughs> uh, let's see. I wonder how much he charges himself for his own conversion therapy. That's a pretty fucking funny comment. <laughs> he hooks shot tasers to his own balls. Oh, man. Those fucking people. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find a couple more comments that we had out there. Some people really like our brand of whimsy, especially because <laughs> uh, there was a meme a year or two ago on Facebook. This was about the ill-bred thugs comments from trolls we did last week, where oh, uh, that one, had yeah. crystals arranged in an onk mm -hmm. and a circle around it, and on the airbag area of a car steering wheel that also called them "quote unquote" safety crystals. And I think that's probably the reason why I was laughing so much for that because. <laughs> Felicia was talking about somebody in her pole dancing class where they were talking about how we have safe. The lady has a safety crystal in her car. And oh, I'm yeah. like, anything that's like a sharpened piece of crystal, <laughs> like not, in, not, being a, not a good thing in your car, yeah. in your car. That's not like, like soldered down or like tied down or something like that. You should not have that in your flying into car. your eye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You need some safety protection to ride around with safety crystals. And so Gray Man says, yeah, that what we called them were mortar shells. Come on. Although a crystal on <laughs> although a crystal on a chain to remind you not to text and drive or drive distraction distracted, well that's good for you. So <laughs> is, there, is there any do we have any scientific evidence at all of anything with crystals that do anything positive ever? I know that they're, if you they're pretty if you, if you squeeze a quartz crystal like the a certain way, like you can make piezoelectric <laughs> like energy come out. I got one of them Himalayan salt rocks that 
lamp things. Supposedly, oh, they saw lamps. Energy. No, I that just think they look cool. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> sure, they, they look neat, and you can lick them. Yeah. Ooh, really? I never licked it. I should. I guess it's made of salt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. You I might wake up from you. a heart. Wake up from a hard night and just give <laughs> that a good lick to get some electrolytes back in the system. Uh, yeah. Get it now. Here's one that, that we probably could have used for comments and trolls, but I, I already trolled them back on this one. It was on the Kent Hoven versus Celery video that we put out there where it says, How come you atheists are so miserable? Why are you wasting your time on Hovind? People have a right to believe in God. It's a freedom of religion. I haven't seen a happy atheist on the internet yet. Because we're, <laughs> we're surrounded by fucking morons. <laughs> Especially Aaron Raw. He just says especially Raw. And every person I've seen on the Atheist Experience, I'm pretty sure every one of those fuckers are just having a great time outside of the show. Why don't y'all just go live your life and live, leave the Christians alone? It seems bizarre for you guys to waste every waking hour. Like every <laughs> we are waking trying hour to live our really? lives. <laughs> the Christians keep fucking everything up. No, here's what I want to get to. Because you guys don't believe in climate change because Jesus is going to bail your asses out. Go no, live your life and leave people alone for crying out loud. And the person's Please. name is Stephen Hunt. And I just replied back to him like, do you have a brother named Mike? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Let's see. Uh, someone thought it was pretty funny where they were like, so you make money off comments. I'm going to say poop. And I'm just like, okay, what? <laughs> Fair enough. Good uh, let's see. Uh, Cola backwards is Bolock. I think that mm -hmm. Felicia's Earth is a celestial left bullock might be doctrinally ac accurate. God, that's hard <laughs> to say. Um, um. Uh, let's see. We've got a handful more that we can get through here. Um, you atheists think you so most... God, if I could speak. <laughs> All you atheists think that you are so smart. God exists. Yep. His name is not Allah or Yahweh. His name is Gnosticism. <laughs> What? His flock are compared, comprised, sorry, of both atheists and theists. His one commandment is shift the burden of proof to the other side. <laughs> what? And then she says, that's what you get when you do a video about trolls. So I'm like, okay, you had me go there for a minute. Well played. Very well played. I like that. That's clever. Now, one of our uh, patrons out there, he, uh, Finno3000, says, uh, was ha taking hey, me Fenno. to task where I was saying that, you know, if it gets you out of the house, you believe in Sasquatch. I don't give a fuck whatever you're going to say. Mm -hmm. And so he starts talking about how, you know, we were talking about U.S. shoe size and European shoe oh, yeah, size. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because really somebody, be... somebody said our IQs were the, like the same yeah. as our shoe size. Yeah. And he said that, um, around 70-ish, which is like high for a European size, you can no longer reliably determine any actual value as there's too little intellect there to work through a complicated thing like an IQ test. And I just responded, I'm like, stops eating glue. What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they use that size because they want to make their dick seem bigger. <laughs> I have a 67! Uh, Wait a second, that's not very big. What's going on over here? <laughs> uh let's see somebody thought it was funny where we were talking about uh felicia was talking about her family crest and used the latin 
terminology for the Entwistle, <laughs> like mm -hmm. the motto for the family, and um, and we were like parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. We kept fucking <laughs> jokes about. It. Dude, my last name is uh, West. I don't even want to know what my crest is. <laughs> fucking W. <laughs> With a fucking compass on it. With all of them scratched out, but the W. Uh, somebody's just a big having... arrow that says that way. Dude, if you look into like, I'm like 93% British. You look into England crest and it says West. There are 10 billion matches. You're like, I don't know. Fairly, <laughs> fairly common name. Somebody thought it was funny that like a lot of people don't seem to realize that we have our fucking names on the screen whenever we're doing this on YouTube. So it's like, fancy. Yeah. That yeah, guy have, over I'll there. Have that on my show. <laughs> like, which one? Which fucking one are you talking about? <laughs> oh, when they comment? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The lady. That lady over the there. Lady. The lady. <laughs> the uh, one girl. Every, yeah, oh, every, and every now and then I'll just go on a tirade and find <laughs> every single one of those com new comments and go, yeah, dude, there's names on the screen. <laughs> now, you... somebody thought it was funny that we let everybody know what one of our uh, word, uh, dirty words was whenever we have comments that we want to keep blocked from everything. Uh huh. Way too interested in him pouring a drink right now. To, <laughs> uh, where I where, where I said that actually gets caught by the fucking word filter that we have out yes. there. Look at all that head. So someone says, "Here's a joke question: Where does a mansplainer mansplainer get his water?" <laughs> I love this one. Yeah, Dennis Powell said this one. He's, he's he uses a Marty Feldman avatar, and I fucking love him for it. He says. Answer from a well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's good. Uh, and that's it for the uh, the fun comments roundup. I probably could have gone deeper on this stuff because we get pages and pages and pages of these things every fucking week, and it's a good problem to have. I fucking love that. But it is. It I is. wish I could. I wish I could spend more time mm. and interact with everybody there. But right. sometimes. Sometimes the day job makes it so I don't get the chance to uh, interact with everybody as much as I want to. Well, yeah, it's not possible. There's just no way to keep keep up, keep on tra on top of all of them. Yeah, when we get uh, 100 to like 150 comments per video, I put out two a day, five 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 days a week. Mm -hmm. It's like that's like 1600 comments to try to keep track of. And yes, I know I just did my math wrong just to fucking piss people. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for that, everybody. Thanks for the great comments that we get from you next week. We'll come back with some more comments from trolls. All around the world. Poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing chosen world visions, new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future, and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.